Welcome to The Intimate Factor, where we discuss God's truth about love, money, and life, bringing intimacy in a way you never thought. I'm Stephanie Smith, and we're going through this journey of love like you've never known before. Happy New Year. Oh, I'm so glad 2021 is over. 2020 is over. 2019 is over. Do I need to go on? So, as we step into this new year, I just, I want to say thank you for all those who have been diligently just listening to the intimate factor. You've pushed it into places that we never thought, well, I thought it could go, but you're like, well, but it is, it's, it's being heard in different countries in two different countries now. And that's exciting. Um, all over the nation. It's just, it's amazing what the intimate factor is becoming and how we are all on this journey of learning how to love at another capacity. And I thank you guys for all of that. With that being said, I do want to start today with the scripture um, because the one thing I learned about God was his love is everlasting and his love is awesome. But who am I to hog it all? So I've had to learn how to share God's love. And it talks about in his word how the love of God if we don't walk in it, then it doesn't matter what we do, really. Um, we could be these huge pastors, apostles, evangelists with these big names going across the nation doing this. And God will honor what we do. But without it, without love, we are nothing. So I'm going to come from a very um, familiar scripture with us Christians. And for those who are not familiar with it, really chew on it. Because... I think this goes across the board, whether you are a believer in Christ, whether you, no matter what you believe in, this comes from our word. But if you, if you really walk in this principle and this formula that is created, I really believe that a person can do so much better, you know, cause there's so much hate in the world and there's so much destruction and there's so much just, and everybody kind of sits back and watches and What if we stopped watching and started doing, but the number one thing that we have to do is actually know our neighbor. Let's do that. Let's, let's get to know our neighbors. You know, we, we look around and the one across the street, we don't know, or the one next to us, we don't know. And we kind of get to know the people around us, you know, um, the scripture I'm coming for, for from, excuse me, the scripture I am coming from is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 through 3. Now, this particular chapter of Corinthians talks about love. And I encourage you to not just read this chapter. Like you read a section and you soak in it. Read a section and you soak in it. Read a section and you soak in it. Because we are able to to really soak in what God wants us to do as far as loving others, okay? So in this scripture, it says, if I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm reading from the American Standard Bible. Now listen, this resonated with me because I, I don't know, as I've gotten older, well, no, because even when my nephews had drum sets, I was like, oh God, please take it away. Please take it away. I don't like loud, banging, consistent noises. Okay. Um, I did pull this up in the message Bible too. 
And I like how it reads. It says, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but do not have love, I am nothing but a creaking of a rusty gate. So it broke it down like you could have all this intelligence. You can speak with absolute eloquence. You can speak at it with the ecstasy of God and the ecstasy of angels. And you could walk around, you could have it all together, but without love you are nothing you are a you are someone who talks and sounds like charlie brown's teacher the want 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 so you could preach the best sermon you thought you preached in all of the years but because as soon as you get off that stage you are nasty to the people when you're supposed to be shepherding them and you're supposed to be loving on them the most it turns people away it's like I don't I don't want to know this God I don't want to know this person who who hates at that capacity who can woo me with their words but doesn't know how to love on me when I'm scarred and when I'm broken so that's where and it's like we can say all of these eloquent things And we can be seen under the lights. We can have the microphone. We could preach a good sermon. Then we get off the stage and we're so guarded by our armor bearers that we're not touchable. We're not reachable. And it's like, I don't want to know a God like that because my God is very touchable. He's very reachable and he, I could talk to him anytime. So why would I make myself any different? People of God, listen clear. We have allowed ourselves to be in a couple of places. One is entertainment and two is untouchable. We cannot be untouchable anymore. There are people who are dying because we don't want to pray with them because we think they're dirty. Stop that. The love of God that resides on the inside of us because we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. That same Jesus that went before the sinners and sat with sinners and ate with sinners because the like he said... I don't need to go to the church. I need to go to those who are sick. We have to stop being that gong, that symbol, that rusty gate. We have to, that noise. You know when a, when you open that door and it creaks, it's like, wee, wee, wee. stop. That's what you sound like. Every time you, every time you open up your mouth and thus says the Lord, but you don't walk in love. That's what you sound like that. Wee, 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 wee in the, in the, in the door. So let's go to the next one. If I have the gift of prophecy and I know all mysteries and I have all knowledge and if I have all faith so that as to remove mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. Mm -mm. That was in the American Standard Bible. Let's go to the message. The message Bible says, if I speak God's word with power, Revealing all of his mysteries and making everything plain as day. And if I have faith that says to move a mountain, jump, and it jumps. But I do not have love. I am nothing. So it's easy for some of us to come into a place of, I'm speaking the word of God. I'm teaching the word of God. I see, I declare, I decree, I talk, I teach, I preach. And we, we literally can come 
with the power. Because see, gifts can be used by God without repentance. So I have faith. So this scripture goes a little bit deeper. Okay. A gift, the prophecy, the power, the revealing, right? Of all his mysteries. So now, God, I love God. I'm going to have you get to a place where now you have faith. Faith has to be in God. And I believe in God and I have the faith to move mountains. I have faith to believe in this and I know it'll happen. I will see it will happen. But then I don't have love. I'm going to use a perfect example myself. So one thing, I was not raised in a very loving family. Not saying that they didn't love me. My mother loved me at the capacity that she could. But we were not huggers. We were not, like, you didn't hug. We didn't hug. I can't remember. Like, I think I can count on my hand how many times my mother actually embraced me. So, um, when I have preached in prophesied and I come home and I'm nasty to my children... Or I am nasty to my husband. Everything that everything that I just did, all the seeds that I just planted, it's almost like the fire just burned them right up. Why? Because I did not come and walk in love afterwards. Not saying that God won't do amazing things. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have to be mindful of our love walk. We have to. People of God, we need to love. We need to love. And I'm not talking about going out there and sleeping with everybody. I'm talking about the love of God. The love of God. Be kind to your neighbor. When your neighbor is sick, make him something to eat. Bring him some medicine. Or better yet, do you have somebody you know across town that doesn't, that you know that needs something, but you're like, man, that gas money. And God's like, you better go. And it's like, but God, the gas money. And it's like, yeah, gas up to almost $3. And, or it's over $3 now. And, da, 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 da. and so now we're making up all these excuses when all God did was say, go love this person because they need some soup. And you're so busy worrying about the gas money, you can't even get a person to need a cup of soup. By providing that, it is giving something to them and not asking for anything in return that allows us to love and move those mountains. Okay, so faith moves mountains, right? There is a scripture that says, and there are these three, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. There is a scripture. So if the greatest of them is love, though I have faith to move mountains, imagine the faith that I would have to move that mountain if I loved the person or the people or the nation or the nations or the states or the cities or the counties or the regions that I'm loving. Or how about the person? I'm praying for a person and I have faith for the mountain to move, but I don't really love that person. I don't really like that person, honestly. But what if you love them at the capacity of interceding for them like they were your own child, mother, brother, husband, uncle, great aunt, second, third brother, whatever. But we love them at the capacity that God loves them. And then by moving these mountains, now we love them. And I'll tell you, when you tell that mountain to move and there's love behind your faith, it will I feel this so strong. And there is love behind your faith. That mountain will not only jump. That mountain will skip into the sea if it if you have love backing your faith. 
So we have to be mindful of our love walk, no matter who it is. And we all get tested for this. We all get tested about this. You know, and it's like, um, I had a conversation with somebody and I told them my biggest, biggest prayer actually for 2022 is I want to love at God's capacity. And that person looked at me and said, Ooh, you gonna feel something. And I'm like, I don't feel things. I don't, I'm not a feely person. Like I feel, don't get me wrong. I ha- I cry at everything, but like she said, no, 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 you can feel the weight of the people. And I was like, oh, here we go. But I understood what she was saying because to love at the capacity, like that means I would really, really, I have to love people I don't know. I have to love, and I mean strongly. So I I have to love my walk with God. I have to increase, you know, I, I love walking with God. Oh, I mean, my love walk with God is amazing. It could always be better and it is amazing. So that's why I asked God, I need your heart this season. I need your heart this time. I need your heart, God. So I, I even challenge you, you know, you don't necessarily have to say that prayer, but just, I challenge your love walk, intimate factor family. I challenge it. I challenge your love walk with God. I challenge your love walk with your family. I challenge your love walk with your friends, with your co-worker. I challenge your love walk with your enemies. Those people that get underneath your skin, those people you can't stand, those people I need you to love even, even greater. Let's finish this out. Let's finish this out. And lastly, and if I give all of my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Okay, that was the American Standardized Bible. Let's go to the message, shall we? The Message Bible says, If I give everything I own to the poor, and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't have love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Bankrupt. So I'm going to leave you right there, Intimate Factor family. Because that's going to touch your finances. That's going to touch your money. That money that you hold on so tightly to, unless there's a sale. That money that, oh, that man, he, he why would I give money to him? He ain't, and all these excuses of why we're not giving our money to the Lord and allowing the Lord to use that money for his work. All those excuses are stomped right there because I can give all of my possessions. I can give, and, and, and it's true. You can give everything that you have. Listen, I would, I give money to missions, but I don't do it out of habit or because I have to. I don't give it. I don't give tithe. I don't give tithe out of the have to. I give tithe out of the want to. And it's the love in my want to that prospers my tithe. That's a whole nother message. So if I love doing God's work with the money that I have, then it profits me something. But if I give everything and don't have love, it profits me nothing. 
Antima Factor family. I'm going to leave you right there with that. I love you. Thank you for listening. Always a pleasure. And remember to love at a greater capacity and be more intimate than ever before. You can find us, The Intimate Factor, on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram at Intimate Factor. Check us out there. And also, you can reach us if you have any questions at IntimateFactor at gmail.com. Remember, Intimate Factor is a place where you learn to be intimate like never before. I love you guys.